Hi, I'm Ruby. I'm Emmy. And this is Ruby and Emmy. Oh, Emmy, Emmy, Emmy. Episode (laughs) S-I-X. Don't know. Like (laughs) person's like, whoa. I don't know. You can't spell six without it feeling naughty. Yeah, I was going to say, we're <laughs> calling this episode Sexy Six. <laughs> Which is so fitting for today's theme. It's so fitting. <laughs> today's theme is love. And crushes. Emmy, what is that smell in your week? Um, The smell in my week was just I'm on the verge of sickness. Like I for sure felt like I was getting COVID every single day this week. In my diffuser so many things right now okay because you didn't even let me ask you're pretty excited about your diffuser exactly okay <laughs> so I'm, i actually wrote them down i have a list oh my gosh <laughs> okay go 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 so one i started um putting these videos up for otis their dog videos on youtube so when we leave him he watches youtube mm. and it's the most precious thing you've ever seen in your whole life mm-hmm. two i got my nails done and i brought luke with me yeah and you know how when you get your nails done and the massage is like it's like a little rub and then like a slap on the wrist (laughs) yeah 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 i look over and luke is getting a full ass like massage (laughs) yeah like she's like taking off his watch rolling up his sleeves up to his shoulder yeah like his eyes are closed she's like up like in his shoulder like pulling his arm and i'm like (laughs) and he comes over to me and he was like that was amazing i was like that is not normal Luke. like we're probably gonna be charged extra for that no like, i was like was... she had a crush on you speaking of crushes yeah like that was wow <laughs> that was something special that... <laughs> babe that's not on the menu okay and then the third thing is um our photo shoot yes shout out nicole shout out nicole at, this is nylon saddle we had so much fun okay that that's me what what's smelling in your week Oh, what was smelly in my week? There were, and again, my, I don't have a really smelly week, which is a blessing. Um, but the things that kind of did smell was, I don't know if you've ever had this, but I, in one day took like three naps because I just never felt like satisfied. Like I was okay. For sure. You never felt like you were arrested. Yeah. I never felt like fully, fully with it, fully awake. That's something you definitely need to work through. Yeah. But then I fell asleep perfectly fine. At night? Yeah. What's in your diffuser? Thanks for asking. My diffuser, um, me and my girl, Mercy, <laughs> me and Mers had a craft night at my apartment on Saturday, which was just oh, yeah. such a hoot. Um, the craft didn't really work out. She did it really well. We like painted candles with other wax. Can't explain it. Really hard to do. Especially, Wait, that's so fun. Especially when I couldn't find my paintbrushes. So we were using like knives. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> we also um, that night made hinges. Yep. So fun. Yep. So we'll go into that during Loves and Crushes. No, but me and Mary are in just a beautiful space of life together <laughs> of single singleism. <laughs> Singles. Just two single girls out on the town doing craft nights. And um, also Gia came out with a new non-alcoholic aperitif flavor, which I was really pumped about. Got to try that out. What's the flavor? Berry. And not, it, non-sponsored? It, not, it's not sponsored yet. <laughs> Gia, you email me. Come on. Um, 
It's really lovely. It almost has like a mezcal feel to it because it has mm. smokiness to it. So it's not like berry juice by any means. Yeah. It's actually really, really nice. And I just had a really good week. I cleaned. I read. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> How could I forget? For anyone who reads fantasy, oh. <laughs> the third Crescent City got delivered to my doorstep and I have been having shout out Sarah SJM Sarah J Moss like I you're my favorite author besides my mom and I love you love you I'm so happy I'm <laughs> smiling ear to ear now I thinking about it. it like I have plans tonight uh that's so exciting yeah so that's me our theme today is love and crushes Emmy take us take us away so I think that we should start with just like first crushes yeah. Because I think that that will set the, the scene for maybe what listeners would expect from our taste in, in men. Ruby and I are both straight. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should just yeah. say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So our first crushes are men, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and we were girls at the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to be clear. Like, Why is this getting so weird? <laughs> so our... My first crush that I recall having, besides yeah. a crush that I had in kindergarten, and I don't remember his name, I just remember he wore overalls and he unbuttoned one of his overalls, and so I unbuttoned one of my overalls. Whoa. That's pre-K. My first crush is none other than Zero in the movie Holes. I loved this. I loved this boy. And I don't remember why. Really? Yeah. The curly hair. Yeah. I watched <laughs> Holes and didn't walk away thinking like, whoa, Zero. I had zero interest in zero, some might say. So then I took a turn. So my second crush, and, and I'm only going to talk about these two because I feel like they kind of give you context to everything. I think I know the second one. Should we say it at the same time? Yeah. One, two, three. Ryan, Ryan Sheckler. God, I loved him. <laughs> I know. our whole We would, as siblings, sit down and watch his MTV show. The tattoos, the skateboarding. He was the bad boy. He was the bad boy. So I went from... Zero to Ryan real quick. <laughs> um, who were your first crushes? My first crush without a freaking doubt is Peter Pan. That makes a lot of sense. The 2003 Peter Pan movie live action. I was so in love with him that when I was at recess, I would stand and look up at the sky and be like, he's going to come pick me up soon. Like I, I fully <laughs> delusionally believed that Peter was coming for me and I was so freaking excited. And here's the thing. I was young enough to like, not like I fully believed Peter. And I recently rewatched that movie as an adult. And there's like some steamy scenes. With Peter? With Peter and Wendy. I'm like, excuse me, no wonder. No wonder I had a crush. Cause they like almost go in for a kiss. And I'm like, what? Just to give, I just saw something. I'd be like, it was like, if this was your childhood crush and it was Peter Pan, mm -hmm. then you probably really like fantasy novels. Well, that's why I, I immediately I was like, this makes so much sense. Because if you don't know, my favorite genre is fantasy. Crushes is almost like an obsession. Like you don't truly know the person. Mm -hmm. You don't know anything about a crush is like you fantasize about this person. Totally. And when it turns into like liking and loving, that is you're on a basis with them. Yeah, you know them. Yeah, more. you know them and you understand why you like them. Crushes, like you look at them from afar and you're like, oh my gosh. You're so right. It is like this all-consuming obsession mm -hmm. with anything that you can make them anything you want them to be. 
And honestly, I think one of the reasons I go to the gym, and I hate to speak for Mary, probably one of the reasons me and Mary like going to the gym <laughs> is because we have gym crushes. Oh, 100%. And like if they're there, it changes the workout. 100%. I can, my gym crush, we might have to cut this. He's, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even know my name. He's not going to be able to find this. <laughs> I smiled at him once and yeah. he just like was like, oh. Yeah. Anywho, he has a tattoo of on his arm of like a lion. It is so cool. In a lot of ways, crushes make the world go round. Crushes are that fire that get you up in the morning. They are what make you try just a little bit harder, do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think we should talk about first love. <laughs> so I think we both are monogamous daters. Our yeah. whole family, actually. So our parents are high school sweethearts. Um, Star is Jack's first real girlfriend. Yeah. Miles has had serious girlfriends, which, by the way, we have not told them that Miles is dating Mary's sister. You guys, you guys. So obviously you've you've met Mary in a sense because I talk about her so much. She's my soulmate, my twin flame, the love of my life. Me and Mary, um, our siblings are dating. My older brother, Miles, is dating her younger sister, Jane. Character reveal, Jane. And to say me and Mary's plans are working so smoothly and beautifully is an understatement. It's the most magical experience any two best friends could ask for. We also just celebrated our 11-year anniversary. Shout out, Mers. Happy 11-year. And this is why I wanted to let them know that we're straight. Just because I wanted to make sure that they <laughs> they didn't have any confusion. Um. <laughs> Questions it after. wouldn't be a problem. Like I, I want to make that no, crystal clear. No, no, no. I just don't want to cause confusion. I, I thank you for bringing it up because I wouldn't have. Right. <laughs> like I'll tell you right now, the people at JC Penny for sure think we'll put that. We'll put that photo in the photo album for episode um, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> episode sexy. You're getting a shot of me and Mary at JC Penny. Okay. So, anyways, oh, um, Mary, uh, Mary's younger sister Jane is dating Miles. Mm-hmm. I have had only um, serious relationships. Yep. And so have you. Like, there's been flings in the middle, but... I think in our family, none of us are, like, flings. We're either all in or all out. 100%. Yeah. It's nice. It is nice. It is interesting as a family because we really take... Like, we absorb that person in. And so when we... Like, my mom still follows every single one of my ex-boyfriends on Instagram. And like every time I would be breaking up with one or like they, did they ever break up with me? <laughs> yeah, no, that, uh, that, that thing. No, that, that, that happened. Um, but she was like, Emmy, you need to be nice. Every like that time. kind of vibe. Every single time. My mom is like overly compassionate and mm-hmm. concerned at the Empathetic. same time. Yeah. So it is really tricky in our family. Like when people yeah bring significant others in, we, as a family, like, we will do our darn God best to love them yeah. like you do. So anyways, first loves. Um, I had my first boyfriend in third grade. Serious boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, it was serious. We're jumping um, right in. Yeah. He wrote me a note and called my home phone and told me he liked me. And i never forget this. I was sitting on the floor in mom's closet and I'm on the phone with him. Yeah. And she's sitting next to me. <gasps> And I'm like, well, why do you like me? And mom was like giving me thumbs up. <laughs> oh like, my God, that's so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. I'm pretty sure he said something about like my laugh. Cause I told you I like laughed 
oh, contagiously. It, yeah. Um, so anyways, we started to get serious. Like I was going to his basketball games and we would like hang out, write each other letters. I got him a Build-A-Bear with the thing that like you could, it said like, I didn't say I love you, but it said something like that. That is so cute. I got him like a big basketball for his basketball hoop for his room. All I can think about is everything you do, like on the side of the basketball court, mom's like giving you the thumbs up. Like yeah. now all I can see is mom like, you got this girl, go get him, go get him. Um, but one time we were hanging out, we were watching a movie. I'm in third grade. Can we look up how old you are in third grade? Nine? Uh, Yeah, like nine or eight. And we're watching a movie on an air mattress and he tries to snuggle me. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what made you think. <laughs> I don't know if the Builder Bear gave the wrong impression, yeah. but I'm not a whore. <laughs> so literally, like in that moment, there was like a couch. I got up from the air mattress, sat on the couch. I couldn't see the TV at all. And he's like, can you see? I'm like, yep. <laughs> and um, <sighs> I like, quote unquote, broke up with him the next day. And yeah. by breaking how I broke up with him at nine years old was he went to sit with me at lunch and I got up and moved and sat next to someone else. Oh, Emmy. I know it's so sad. So that was my first, I wouldn't call it love, but it was, I mean, it was just my first serious relationship. Um, my first relationship and I'm only, I wasn't planning on bringing this up, <laughs> but because you did, it was in fifth grade. And it was over the home phone. He asked me to be his girlfriend. I'll never forget. I was over by the hot tub walking around on the home phone. I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I knew this was going to happen today. Um, Things were going really smoothly until one girl in my class, she's like, I'm going to tell the principal that you have a boyfriend. I was like, please don't. What? Don't, don't, please. Like I was. Because you were at Providence at this time. Yeah. I was at like a very So that would have been a really, listeners, that would have been a real big deal. That would have, I actually would have been called to the office. Mom would have been called. Like it's not light. So I. I, at that moment, started getting really afraid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then we'll just call him fifth grade. Um, (laughs) And then fifth grade, he wanted to hug me. Mm. And I was so scared. And he hugged me at recess. (gasps) And everyone was crowded around. It was like a whole big deal. And then the recess, like attendant, before we went inside, she like, she's like, hey, just so you guys know. Like there's no hugging. And I was like, oh my, again, I have a serious fear of getting in trouble. So at that moment I was like, it's over. Yeah. I cannot see your face. I don't want to be seen with you. I had someone else tell him I'm breaking up with him at lunch. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have to tell you about another person I was dating. Yeah. This must've been closer to like fourth or fifth grade, probably fifth grade. Yeah. Okay. And it it took place in the village. Mm. We were dating. I I wasn't- Call back to episode five. If you haven't listened to episode five, you don't understand what the village is. He went on a trip and came back Mm -hmm. and he was like, Emmy, I I got you a gift. I got you a gift. Like meet me in the village. I want to give it to you. And like everyone was there too. Yeah. Like everyone came with him. I'm like, why is there like a crowd? Hold on. You brought like a posse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, hold out your hands, close your eyes. And I was like, this, this dude's about to kiss me. Like I can feel it. And I was like, I like had one eye open and like, he was like, like going in and I was like, hold on, hold on. I have to go get something. I run inside. I'm like, mom, mom, I think that this guy is going to kiss me. And she's like, well, do you want to kiss him? 
<laughs> like she's like asking me these questions. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. And she's in the tub. I'll never forget this. She's in the tub. I'm in like panting, like running from the village. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I was like, I think so. And then, so we talk about this whole strategy. I'm like, I think I want, I'll let him kiss me on the cheek. She's like, okay, that's a great idea. <laughs> so I go back out to the village. Everyone's waiting. <laughs> <laughs> and um i think i must have asked him like are you gonna kiss me and yeah. he was like i don't know how it went and i was like you can kiss me on the cheek so he kissed me on the cheek and that was my first kiss experience wow happened in the village i um just a call back to the conversation with mom in the tub the amount of conversations this family has had with mom while she's in the tub yeah. <laughs> i think it's just like also just how supportive our mom is yeah and, do like, you want to kiss do you want to kiss him <laughs> Oh my God, mom, I love you. This makes me love you so much. And that that was fifth grade. So I had already have, and, and I had already had my crush on zero, had a serious <laughs> basketball boyfriend, had my first quote unquote, like real relationship where kissing was potential, but yeah. it was only in the cheek. We broke up soon after. Yeah. And then um, my next serious boyfriend was in eighth grade. And we dated for six years. I can't. I literally, <laughs> that is such a whirlwind. I know, right? My first actual kiss that was not on the cheek um, was with my eighth grade boyfriend. I remember it very vividly. And so we, nothing to like write home about. I just remember it. Um, and I, I, don't, I really like resisted it. I don't know. I was like so nervous about having my first kiss. Same. And I think going to a private catholic school my like relationship with that kind of stuff starting in sixth grade was just a little like warped like i felt really conflicted about all of those things feelings um so having a boyfriend during that time so from eighth grade to freshman year of college mm -hmm. we were like constantly like not allowed to sit next to each other like on like in the atrium areas and like we would be like teachers would like come up in between us like while we were walking to class and one time I sat on his lap at a dance and I mean like I'm not giving him a fucking lap dance <laughs> like yeah. I sat on his like knee yeah and they called our our called their parents and like it was a whole thing mm -hmm. um so yeah it was a really unique first he was my first love actually yeah dated for six years we were off and on yeah I went to driver's ed and I met this guy mm-hmm and he proceeded to be in my life for the same six years I dated my first love. And we're going to call him Driver's Ed Boy. Yeah. And we were off and on this, the same times that the first love and I were off and on. Mm -hmm. And Driver's Ed Boy was in my life up until my current relationship with Luke. Like he was just one constant and like I feel like was also a first love thank you for sharing that with the pod mm -hmm. that takes a lot of courage <laughs> my first love mm -hmm. um was i would say my junior year if he's listening to this i would be gobsmacked can we just do a disclaimer really quick please <laughs> to any of our ex-boyfriends listening <laughs> i just want to say that it's all love and it was everything that happened was meant to happen and we wouldn't be here today without you and i'm just gonna jump in right there for all of emmy's ex-boyfriends <laughs> the one and you know who you freaking are there's not a love for me there's all love from emmy no you if you see me on the street 
go to the other side. <laughs> I have but, fully, just so you know, like I have given, I've fully forgiven that. Oh, I know. For, yeah, for my ex-boyfriends, for my last one, all love, continuous, undying, all respect. Mm-hmm. Because there's no bad blood there. Truly no bad blood yeah. in the slightest. My first my first boyfriend, listen, there's respect. I feel like you don't have the same feelings that I have. No. Well, because my first love was so long ago. Like when I say love, it's like L-U-V. <laughs> and then my last, my last uh, relationship, my last boyfriend, I think that was more to me like love. Yeah. That was my... Uh, not the first time I said I love you, but I think the first time I truly was in a, like a loving relationship. Yeah. That's so interesting because I feel like, so one of the questions we wanted to ask each other was what do you feel like you've learned about yourself in relationships? Yeah. And I I feel like I used to get a lot of flack from my friends because for the most part they were single and I always, I mean, since third grade, I've had someone. Yeah. And so everyone's like, you're never, like, if you're not alone, you're not going to know who you are. And like, you're not, you're just, you know, it was like this yeah. whole saga. Um, and I feel like in relationships, I learned so much about myself and especially yeah. like being heartbroken and getting over that and all of that, like that, that process of um, discovery, yeah, for lack of a better word, um, teaches you a lot about yourself. I've dealt with a lot of hard emotions in my life with mental health I don't think anything could have prepared me for the feeling of your first heartbreak mm, mm-hmm. that is one of the most devastating confusing like I'll never forget sitting with mom and dad I was also again dealing with horrible mental health at the time that this happened because I was also deciding whether I was dropping out of college or not like so much was going on yeah and this boy clearly did not love me anymore he Clearly he was talking to someone else Mm -hmm. and I was just so lost on like, how does someone love you and then stop? Yeah. Like, what did I do? Mm -hmm. And I was just crying to mom and dad and they, they couldn't say anything. They were just like, yeah, like, like, all we can do is support you. Time is going to be your best friend. And I hated that. I hated when people said that like time is what's going to heal, but it's so true. It's interesting because my, the first love, there were so many micro heartbreaks throughout that entire relationship. Yeah. Because we like were off and on. Yeah. That by the time we, I broke up with him in college, I was so clear. It didn't hurt. It was just like a very clear, like it, it's ending. Mm -hmm. And my second boyfriend ended with like a very much like, um, anger, you know? So it's easy to end things when you're on that side of it. Yeah, when there's something wrong. Um, and then the third one though, we broke up twice. The first time he broke up with me out of the blue. Oh, I'll never forget it. I've never felt pain like that. Mm-hmm. I lived in New York at the time. Yeah. I mean, living in New York and heartbreak's really interesting too, because it's like everyone's around you. Being around other, like in that scenario of having life keep moving while you're dealing yes. with that. Like that's the craziest part of heartbreak is like, you feel like there's no way life could go on the same. You look at people and you're like, you're uh, like, you're just living. Like yeah. you're just doing this. <laughs> you woke up like fine. <laughs> like all of these things, heart, the first heartbreak, that's how it was for me. I remember walking around the grocery store and I was like, I feel like I'm on autopilot. Like I'm 100%. on cruise control and everyone else around me is like totally fine. And how can they look at me and not see what's happening? Like it, it's such an overwhelming feeling that it's like, it, it has to, 
It feels like you're blue and everyone's still normal skin color. 100%. What I'll say is I had the same thing where my first relationship, it ended and it was like, there were things wrong. Mm -hmm. Like there was, it was a clear, this is why we're breaking up. It was a little bit easier. My second relationship went on for like four years and that breakup was so much harder in the way that there was really, no one did anything wrong. That I've never had. Oh my, I pity the fool that has to do that because you are constantly battling with, okay, but what ifs? Yeah. Um, maybe like you are con, you want it to work so badly. Yeah. Can't I've never had it. that. It's always been crystal fucking clear to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Here's what happened. Third grade, serious boyfriend, fifth grade, first kiss, cheek kiss. <laughs> Eighth grade, six-year relationship simultaneously with driver's ed guy. Then in college, I had a serious boyfriend. And we, that was, I learned so much in that relationship. I'm so grateful for it. And I'm also grateful that it's over. And then I had fling time. <laughs> like we every, Like everyone's like, oh my God, Emmy, you're always in relationships. I had a fling time, okay? So yeah. get off my back. Then I got on the dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> And my third serious boyfriend, like as an adult, um, I met on a dating app. The dating app was called Happen. And I don't know if it's around, but it would be basically like anyone that you crossed paths with physically, they would pop up as an option to swipe right or left. And the guy that I swiped right on was like a, a mutual friend. Um, my, my very best friend went to Brown, which is up the hill from where I went. And like up the hill, both like metaphorically like and literally. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. What are we going to call him? Happen boy. We're calling him happen boy. Yeah. Okay. So we went on the first date. He picked me up. We went to sushi and it was, it was like a good first date, but it wasn't like, oh my God, like I have to see him again, mm -hmm. which by the way, that has never happened to me until Luke. I was never like, I have to see them again Yeah. until Luke. And that's when I was like, oh, this is different. Anyways, um, but mom was like, Emmy, you should go on a second date with him. Like, you should. And I was like, mom, I don't want to. Mom does the same thing to me. I know. Yeah. Like, why does she do I'm like, that? Trust me, if I know. She I know already I feels bad for them. You've <laughs> never met them. I'm not going on another date. <laughs> Anyways, we start dating. He is a mutual friend. It was super fun. And we both moved to New York at the same time and blah, 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 blah. But what I want to just pause on is dating apps. Okay. It's just like, I'm not kidding. Hearing you talking about Happen Boy... And I do you want to unpack it? Please let me unpack the show. Okay. Even if we don't put it in the episode, like I have to get this off my chest. I think any younger sibling or any sibling for that matter can relate to what I am about to say. With all of my siblings, when I met the significant other that they were going to marry, I knew it. I knew it in my soul. Mm -hmm. Star, it was like no shit, Sherlock. Right. With Jane. Mm -hmm. Miles's girlfriend. I'm like, mm, yeah. I mean, they're not married, but like fingers crossed. Fingers freaking crossed. Knock on wood. You and Luke, I literally texted you the day after I met Luke saying you will marry him. Yeah. And then you also have a gut feeling when someone is the absolute scum of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Happen boy. The first time I met him, I really liked him. It was like good. It was whatever. Yeah. I'll never forget this moment. We were in New York. I was visiting you in New York. You went to the bathroom and me and him went outside and a homeless man came up to us asking for money. Mm. And if you've ever been approached by a homeless man, 
it's an easy like, oh, sorry, sir. No. Or like, yes. And you give them. It can be a quick exchange. I have never seen someone lose it like that man did on that homeless man, like aggressively. Mm -hmm. And I remember in that moment, I was like, I got a little scared and I was waiting for you to come back. Mm -hmm. Like that was the immediate switch of Mm -hmm. like. I don't like who you are in your core, like as your, who you show up to people as. Yeah. The first breakup happened, solidified my view on him. Mm -hmm. You got back together. I was very open about disliking him to his face. Mm -hmm. Again, people can grow. My feelings for you will not. (laughs) (laughs) We went on a family vacation and the whole time I'm like, get him away from me. Mm -hmm. I don't like him. Then you texted me after we got home from that family vacation Mm -hmm. And you were along the lines of like, okay, have your feelings changed? And I was like, I'll never forget sitting in my bed. I was like, okay, this means a lot to Emmy. Mm -hmm. If she's going to continue on with this relationship, like I can't, I can't keep doing this to her. Yeah. And so I respond like, he's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Again, not 24 hours later. Yeah. The news broke that he was cheating on you while we were on the fucking family vacation. And I. And before. Yeah. And before I had to hold myself back. I. I feel lighter. (laughs) <laughs> no okay so it's we should talk about when i found out he was cheating on me because i think it's a hilarious story please <laughs> so like he had some some serious shit that he was and might still be working through and i actually met up with him when i was in la um and he had been going to therapy and et cetera. Et cetera. Mm. so i don't think he is inherently a bad person i just think that he was seriously going through some things. And I think that you could probably relate to him. Don't put me in his bubble. (laughs) But anyway, so when I found out he was cheating on me, this is so funny. Please. So I, I'm living in New York, okay? So I'm on the subway. And at the time, there was no Wi-Fi in the subway. Now you can, you could text, listen to your music, the whole ride. It used to be like when you were at a stop, you would get all the info. And then when you were driving in the subway, there would be no connection. And then you'd stop, you'd get all your info. I'm on the subway. Mm-hmm. I get a Facebook message from a random girl. And she's like, hey, uh, just thought you might want to know that um, Happen Boy has been like, we've been seeing each other. And he recently like broke it off. And he had just recently moved to Boston. So we, I was like helping him move. I had been to Boston a bunch of times. Like we were fully dating. You literally got the hey girly text. Hey girly. So I see these and I'm like, huh. <laughs> So I'm like scrolling through and then the subway is back and we're running. I can't connect with her. I'm waiting. I'm like thinking I'm having a full out of body experience. Yeah. So I immediately text happen boy, the screenshots. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he was like, Oh, I must've really pissed her off. Like I have no idea. It's like, she's lying. Like all this stuff. And I went back to the girl and I was like, do you mind sending some screenshots? And they flooded in like, not like screenshots that were like, just kind of like back and forth, like raunchy, raunchy screenshots and like his um tinder profile and like it flooded in where why am i on the subway you ask i'm on my way to derma planing in tribeca (laughs) 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 and derma planing is when they like literally take all the hair off your face you're getting your face shaven yes tribeca okay so i'm on my way to tribeca to get derma planing while figuring out my boyfriend is cheating on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so these, I'm like going back and forth trying to get like service at the little stops and Tribeca's like farther down. So it's a bit of, a, I'm coming from Chelsea. It was a long ride. Yeah. I get to the dermaplating place and it's fully sunken in. I'm like, this is really happening. But mm. I've had to put on a happy fucking face. I'm like, hi, I'm here for dermaplating. And I'm like waiting in the waiting room with like the diffusers. Like, dude, would you yeah. like any water? I'm like, sure. Yeah. I sit down for an hour and a half, close my eyes. 
knife to the face. <laughs> Meanwhile, like in my head, I'm like, I, like I'm letting it all absorb. You know, yeah. I can't reach out to anyone. I can't do anything. I'm Maybe just, that was for the best. Probably. Yeah. But then I walk home. Okay. And I call him. And I am that girl that is, I'm in Soho screaming at him. Yeah, girl. Like screaming. And he was like, well, I don't know what to do. I'm like, you should be on your way to fucking New York right now. Like screaming. Everyone's looking at me. Good. I want to be so clear how mom was when you were on the phone in third grade with that boy who was like, what do you like about me? Giving you the thumbs up. That's how I would have been walking next to you if you were on that phone call. Get your ass to me. I'm like, fuck yeah. Lay it in. Lay it in. Anyway, so... Yeah, that's my cheating, finding out I'm getting cheated on story. What was it like getting over that relationship after being cheated on? Um, I actually got really sick, like really, really physically sick. I went to a concert and I passed out. I wasn't like, because it was a, I was over intoxicated or anything. I yeah. just, my blood pressure got really weird. Um, I was going to like heart doctors and um, I couldn't go to work. Taylor, our cousin- character mm-hmm. reveal my cousin my best friend she lived with me in new york had to babysit me she had to take off of work because i couldn't move around so like when we talk about heartbreak like it's so visceral yeah. and i think because just of who i am i'm i'm a pisces and i'm an empath <laughs> literally i can't okay um but it my whole body like i and i still from that point on my body reacts different in um like emotional states Wow. But I got over it. Um, and then I met Luke. Like <laughs> I met Luke. I met Luke when I was in elementary school. Yeah. But we rekindled two months after that. And he lived in Nashville. So it was a really, really nice time for us, for me to have a lot of space. Yeah. Um, but I definitely was like, I'm not dating anyone for a while. Mm. Two months later. You met your future husband. Um, okay. Speaking of Luke, Luke, our producer. Luke, our producer. I'm sleeping with our producer. Ew, Emmy. (laughs) God. I have two questions on your relationship with Luke, Mm -hmm. which I want to be clear. Mm -hmm. Luke is by far through and through the best man. He really is. Look, I don't know what I did to deserve him. No. And I honestly, I remember meeting Luke the next day I was driving and I prayed. (laughs) I prayed in my car. (laughs) I'll never forget it. I I remember the road I was on and I said, Lord. Please let this be the one. Because <laughs> we've seen some shit. We've gone through the ringer. Yeah. And because that was right after Happen Boy. And yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't let that happen again. No. <laughs> um, how did you know you wanted to marry Luke? Some people have that thing of like, when you know, you know. Totally. Did you have that? Well, there were signs. There were signs that he was different. And just by the way that I was naturally responding. Like I already said, I wanted to hang out with him. Um, and that was really rare for mm-hmm. me. Luke is just one of those people that to his core, he is kind. Like he's just like such a solid human being. Yeah. And like that was clear to me from the very beginning. And I think I'm trying to think of like the moment I knew that I wanted to marry him. I don't know if there was like a like a a moment. I think that when we started dating, because coming off of Happen Boy, mm-hmm. I made a lot of mistakes in that relationship. Happen Boy. Yeah. So going into Luke, like our first date, I was like, I'm not going to laugh at a joke. I don't think it's funny. I'm not going to like bend to anything that I don't like. I'm not going to pretend anything. I'm just going to show up as me. Like I was like kind of cutthroat. Yeah. Like Luke was fully like, I didn't give him any leniency in that relationship. And he passed with flying colors. 
And it wasn't a test. It really wasn't. It was more so a test, an internal test for myself of how do I feel? Do I feel comfortable? Do I feel like I'm trying to prove myself? Do I feel like I need to be someone else to like get his approval? Like I wasn't, I didn't bend at yeah. all. Yeah. And, um, and it just felt really good and it continued to feel good. And that's huge. Yeah. Cause even now when I go on first dates, I'm like, that wasn't even funny. And I exactly it like I my pants at that. I think as women, we oftentimes feel like we need to like make them feel good and make them feel comfortable and make them feel like they're funny. And this yeah. is a good experience. And I just, I let go of that dating Luke for the first time ever. Yeah. Even now, um, I'm on hinge, which we're going to have a full conversation. We're going about. to have a full conversation about that. But I have to, before I send a message on it, I'm like, is this actually how I would respond or am I just responding so this person likes me? Exactly. Oh, the people pleaser in me. With Luke too, Ruby and I talked about how like, you know, the boyfriends get folded into the family real quick. <laughs> Luke was a different breed. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I invited him over to my aunt and uncle's and my ex-boyfriend <laughs> happened to be staying at my, not happen boy. We'll call him, um nature boy Berkshire, Berkshire nature boy that's a good one nature boy nature boy anyways nature boy was staying at my aunt and uncle's because he was um I don't know why honestly he was trying to get you back because he was talking to me about it every single ex-boyfriend I have had has tried to get me back yeah and this one went through me and I me and your nature boy we had a great relationship mm -hmm. we filmed a music video together yeah he was so, super creative yeah I was like oh my gosh love it yeah let's try and get you two back together while I didn't, obviously I didn't know the full extent of your relationship and why it ended. Yeah. Like I only, I was young. Yeah, you didn't really know like how the toxicity of it. No. So I was just like, oh my gosh, someone really likes my sister. And then you sent me a picture of Luke and I was like, oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> nature boy. <laughs> um, yeah. And Luke is six, five and a very musician. handsome musician. Anyways. So I invited Luke over to my aunt and uncles, my ex-boyfriend's there. My sister's there. My brother's there. My sister in-law is there my mom and dad are there um my ex-boyfriend's friend is there and i'm like come on over it's a chill group <laughs> <laughs> it's like a light hang it's friendsgiving he, he walks in and he handles it like a complete champ he's so nice to my ex-boyfriend yep. nature boy he's like oh dude it's so good to meet you like yeah i'm like oh my god like i wouldn't be that nice and so yeah i just knew i i knew that i felt comfortable around him i knew that he could show up and handle situations and um i think now that we're married all of that is tenfold luke is he's the type of guy where he wants like let's say we're in a big group and i'm there he will take the time out of his night to come over, give me a hug, ask me how I'm doing and actually want to hear how I'm doing. Yeah. Not just I'm good. Mm -hmm. Luke, if in just his personality alone, like take out six, five, all of that, <laughs> like he stands 100%. He's yeah. I absolutely adore Luke and how he shows up for people. And yeah, it's so cool. He's my brother. He's one of my big brothers. Yeah. Oh, love you, Luke. Okay, so I'm fully married. Um, I'm off the market. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm fully single. I'm on the market. And so Ruby has just recently re-uploaded or reactivated her Hinge profile, and I would love for her to just take us through that. Of course. Yes, I'm on Hinge. Don't run to the app store to download it to try and match with me, all the men out there who are listening. <laughs> I'd love to know our demographic. I'm <laughs> guessing it's very little men. But um, 
so my profile is pretty, pretty stellar. Maybe we could put that on. Oh, in the photo album? Yeah. So on Hinge, you get to choose three prompts. So my prompts are, I bet you can't guess my social security number. (laughs) (laughs) My two truths and a lie. One, Mike Tyson has watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in my living room. Two, I won the sweet life of Zach and Cody Danimal sweepstake. And three, Whoopi Goldberg gave me a Christmas gift. And I'll let you guys decipher which one's the lie. I feel like that's like you're flexing so hard in that. Yeah, it's a good conversation starter. I feel like, though, if I were on the other side of that, I'd be like, oh. Okay, should I change it? I Yeah, I, I think we should change it in real time right now. Right now? Okay, well, let me tell you my last prompt. What if I told you that I won Class Clown? <laughs> so I wasn't expecting this to be like a rework. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because you're supposed to have like conversation starters. And I read on to, on something that you should have two truths and a lie because men like to play games. <laughs> okay, I'm deleting it. I'm deleting okay, it. Okay, no, no, let's do two, two truths and a lie, but let's like just like you can keep the Mike Tyson one, but get rid of the Whoopi Goldberg one. You don't need two celebrities. Well, I wanted a theme. Mm-mm. Okay, <laughs> what should I do instead of the Whoopi Goldberg one? Um, So you need a truth because that is true. That is true. Yes, Whoopi Goldberg, my dad did a play a musical with Bobby Goldberg and she technically was for the family it was tea it was tea and an ornament of her face okay two true oh I have a I have a podcast that's a great conversation starter I have a podcast with my sister okay great okay um and then what was the last one because I thought that might be able to be um what if I told you that and then I won class clown what was the first question I bet you can't guess my social security number. But I think you should change the last one. I feel like it needs to be more conversational. Like, what if I told you I collect pins at Disney? Nope. So because (laughs) I wouldn't bring up, and I don't think we've even brought up me and Disney World on this podcast, and men on this app, they have my most irrational fear, and I've seen a couple of them that say Disney adults. And I'm not a Disney adult, but I'm scared that they think that I'm gonna. That I am. You're a, a little adult. bit of a Disney adult. I'm like a cool Disney adult. Like right. I'm not buying the new merch that drops. I'm getting vintage. Merch. But you know about the merch that drops. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my prompts. Let's go through some of my matches. Okay. Take us through the world of Hinge for those that are not on it. Hinge is a dating app. And you get a certain amount of likes in a day. So you can't just like like a bunch of people. Oh. You have to be strategic about it. Okay. Love that. And you can like either one of their prompts, one of their photos, oh. and you can leave a comment. So it's like a conversation starter. Whoa. So yeah. Are you even swiping anymore? Girl, I don't swipe. <gasps> if there's an X in the left corner, you can click that if you don't want them, or you can heart one of the prompts and move from there. So, so you cannot just swipe right. No. <gasps> I don't like Tinder because it's like, it's too quick for me. But Hinge, I, f- I actually, I guess I never was on Hinge. Okay, keep going. I am really sc- scared that I'm going to see the boy. And for those who don't know, the boy is the one I dated for four years. You're scared you're going to see him on Hinge. I'm scared I'm going to see him on Hinge. And it's not that like I'm scared he's going to know I have a Hinge. I'm just scared how it's going to hurt my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, we're all here for you. No, thank you. All of the listeners. Okay, so right now, this one man, I'm not going to name the men. No. But I will read you their profiles. This one who liked me. His typical Sunday, farmer's market, reading, spinning records, and cooking for the week. Do you like to cook? No. Okay, because I would invest in that. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my thing is uh, the reading really gets me and that he would cook, I'm really into. He's 6'1". He doesn't have children. Oh, he smokes weed. Ruby doesn't smoke weed, everyone. 
No, I'm coming up on one year of not smoking weed. So I, and that's, I wrote down as one of my like standards. I need a man who doesn't because if I'm around it, that's going to be way too tempting for me. And for our listeners, quick little side note, I didn't quit weed for shits and giggles. I quit weed because it was like really bad. It was a problem. It was, it wasn't cute for me. What do you, okay. What do you think would be like, oh my God, I'm liking his picture. I'm liking that comment. I'm liking everything. Like, what are you looking for on Hinge? So I can tell you right now what I'm looking for is if your profile makes me laugh, that is the biggest thing. Yeah. I want to giggle from your profile. I want to look at your profile and think, A, I could be friends with you. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big one. And then B, I find you attractive. So it's the double G, giggle and gorgeous. Um, so right now someone I am chatting with, okay. um, he put, I'll fall for you. If you like to golf or at least can drive the cart, you like to ski slash snowboard and are good with dogs. Okay. So you have a cat, you don't ski or snowboard and you've gone golfing once and you liked him. Um, no. So I, I've golfed way more than once. I have my own golf clubs. I even mm-hmm. have a little thing that gets balls out of the water. He's six, three. Okay. Keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this one, the reason I liked his profile, and I have to turn it up because he speaks in it, his name is Colin, and you can do voice prompts where people speak. Wild. And this is how to pronounce my name, and this is what he did. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and his name's Colin. His name's Colin. That's An funny. Exactly. An immediate like. Yeah, so a couple things I'm looking for in my husband. I'm not going to read them all. No, of course. You know what's funny is the first one I have written down is likes Mary's husband. <laughs> Anyways. Um, funny, caring, generous, um, knows what they want. And then underneath that, I wrote pursues me. And I spelled pursues wrong. Mm-hmm. So underneath that, I wrote knows how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> um, help each other grow. Is it their authentic self with my family and friends? Nice chest and back. I mean, it's just no normal stuff. <laughs> so i met with um a palm reader and i'm not really into palm reading tarot cards all of that business nothing against it but my grandma and people in my family have gone to this same palm reader and she guessed it right she got it right and so i was like you know what i'll I'll do it i'll do it for shits and gigs what did she get right well the first thing the first thing she says to me it's like, oh, wow, you had a, you've had a dip in your life, like mentally illness. I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess high school is kind of hard. And she's like, no, it started before that. I was like, okay, whoa, <laughs> I need you to like hop off. And it, that's true. It did start before that. And then she's like, oh, and it's happening right now. And when she told me that, I was in outpatient. <laughs> and I didn't tell her that. I did yeah. not tell her that. And I was like, yeah, I guess like things are a little rocky, but we're getting through it. <laughs> She also then proceeded to tell me that alcohol is going to be really bad for me. I'm now coming up on six months sober. Then she told me that I'm going to get married around 27 or 26, Mm -hmm. which would be in two years or three years, Mm -hmm. that I will marry a musician. Mm -hmm. So if you're a musician listening to this, hi, hubby. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but reach out, reach out. Um, She said, I'm going to be friends with him first. And I'm trying to think what else she told me. Oh, she told me I was going to be famous, that I was going to produce something. Oh, no, that I was going to publish something. Consider it done. (laughs) (laughs) I would say four reviewers in Belgium. That's fame. Five. Five. Also, I feel like we should note that we have like 400 in the U.S. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, we don't know if that's a lot. No, but it, it just, feels good, though. It feels good. Um, And I also want to say, we've made our way not only to... Our viewers are United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Belgium, obviously, the Netherlands, Germany, Mexico, Puerto Rico. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we are like world for Rick and wide, which I'm wondering if it's just the same person listening to the podcast, but they're like traveling. Anywho. So yes, I'm supposed to marry a musician around 27. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm freaking pumped. I feel like we've really, we have gone in on love and crushes. I think we went in more than we were expecting. I to. honestly, I was bringing things up that I forgot about, but they just started coming to me. Yeah. Obviously the listeners are, listeners are going to want updates on hinge on hinge. And I'll obviously keep you updated. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to episode S I X sexy six, sexy six. It's been a fun one. It's been an absolute pleasure. Keep an eye out for content from our photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And for our photo album from this episode. Yep. I can't wait for our next time we share. Love you. Love you. Miss you already. Do you think one of our ex-boyfriends is going to reach out? Be real. I honestly think... I don't think they're going to reach out, but I have a feeling they're going to listen. Wouldn't you listen?